Your brand, whether it's your podcast and your business is more than just a logo, fonts and colors. It should help you attract and convert. And so today I chat with Be Bold Branding podcast hosts and brand face owners, Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr, who deep dive into what branding truly is, how to create a successful brand that will help you stand out so that you can charge more while spending less on marketing. So let's take a listen. So, hey, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's dive in. Hey guys, I'm excited to not only talk with more than one person at the same time, which is super fun, the more the merrier, but Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr, they are with Brandface. And honestly, you guys are the only branding company that I've seen that really focuses on attracting, converting, but also raising your prices and having more freedom in your life. And so I love that about you guys. And it obviously sets you guys apart. So welcome. Thank Thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay. We're so happy to be here. Yay. And yeah, you guys, obviously your branding is impeccable. Um, But I don't think it hasn't gone unnoticed that your podcast, Be Bold Branding Podcast, of course, is branded to match. And we're going to dive into the branding part um, in a second. But first, I just kind of want to touch upon your podcast, how long you've had it, and what lessons you've learned along the way. Yeah, a lot of lessons. (laughs) Michael's laughing already. (laughs) So we've been podcasting now for about four or four and a half years, I would say. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you straight away the very first thing that we learned, which I'm kind of proud that we learned it because we were just, you know, pioneers and just jumping in with both feet. We sucked in the beginning. <laughs> I think everyone does, Tanya. No, no, we really did. <laughs> that was uh, bad. That was super bad. So yeah. Michael was traveling on the road a lot, and I was back at the in, in my home office, and uh, he would actually pull over on the side of the road wherever he had some good connection, you know, through his phone, and hang up towels in the car window just to make sure it wasn't too bright. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It done is better than perfect in the beginning mm-hmm. when you're first starting out with something. I don't know if that necessarily applies in this case. <laughs> <laughs> we have removed them. Uh, the the very old ones, the yes, very we old have ones for that reason. Uh, but we, you know, Lindsay, we learned a lot uh, too. We we originally did not say, "Hey, we want to be podcasters." That that, that wasn't really something right. that uh, that jumped off the page to us. But we uh, noticed that uh, some of the people were not buying our program because they just they were not ready. They were intimidated. Mm. They were they were not sure about personal branding. You know, Tanya was definitely a pioneer in that space and putting your face out there. And people were you know had trepidation about that. So I remember telling Tanya, "Hey, let's do a podcast, and we'll call it Fearless Friday." And we'll have people on that are branded, uh, we've branded, or maybe even they're just a perfect brand face scenario of them um, in and of themselves. And and uh, we'll promote those and we'll help all the people who were not quite ready as another part of our sales funnel mm-hmm. to say, 
you know, well, maybe I should be ready. Right. And so, but then we learned that lesson. We can only shoot them on Fridays. We could shoot them any time of the day, but we can only air them on Fridays. We could only, we were so limited and crazy about it. And uh, we would do crazy things like uh, hang gliding and stuff like that. Cause it was, it was Friday and stuff like try to shoot. For, so anyway, a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. And I think back to the first few that I've done, I just like, I feel sorry. I feel like I feel like I should give them all like five redos for the people that I interviewed because it was just that bad. <laughs> but you all have to go through it, right? It's like you do. it's just the way it is. It's you just and nobody it. cares. And I think that's what the greatest part about all of it is. So I'm, I'm telling your listeners right now, just do it. Yeah. Nobody cares it's until okay. they care. And you just work on your craft. That's all you got to do is focus on it. And uh, I know. It's yep. the content that's key. And yep. so what has been the, so as you, you know, perfected your craft, um, obviously after doing it for years and I've seen a ton of your episodes and they are amazing. So what have you gained in your business or how has it impacted your business? Well, the very first thing it did was help position us as greater authorities on the subject of personal branding. Yeah. And the other thing it allowed us to do is handle objections, really, oh, like educate and handle objections. So, you know, we're educating people about the fact that a brand is not just a logo photo and a tagline. It's a whole lot deeper than that. And the other thing is if people have questions about it or they're like, oh, personal branding, everybody does that. I know what that is. I'll just put my photo on something and post a bunch of personal stuff. Well, that's not exactly the way it goes. So, <laughs> so helping people to, um, you know, overcoming those objections before they even get to a, mm. you know, a, a sales call of any time kind of with our team really is super powerful. Mm. And then of course the connections we've made with, with professionals like you, with other people all over the world, I wouldn't take this. I wouldn't trade this experience for anything. Mm. I agree with that. I agree too. And I love that you said about solving objections because not a lot of people like it's there, but I've never actually really consciously thought about that taking place. But yeah, to solve objections up front. Yes, please. Um, mm -hmm. And the relationships, I did not think even about that part of it. I was just like, oh, I just want more exposure for my business. Yep. But that part, and I really leaned into it more so in the past year and how much that impacts your business, it's it's my favorite part. So I agree. Yeah, the people. I we love yes. talking to people like you and meeting them and and you know, the podcast um of family is if you if you'll uh, allow that reference, yeah, it's pretty awesome because um, you know, like so many other industries that we've been involved in and we've helped brand people in all kinds of industries, uh, so many times it's just dog eat dog, yeah. you know, it's just they, they, uh, cut throat in so many ways. We know these words and the, the podcast community is not like that. And no. we love that reception. Like everybody is so willing to help everybody else yeah. that's in that space. Well, and you I need each it. other. You I need each it. other. If you want good guests, if you want to be on, mm -hmm. you know, a, a host podcast, you, and I think that 
the very fact of that is that, you know, kindness prevails. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are, I'm sure podcasters out there who aren't very kind. Right. But <laughs> I'm sure somebody, there's a Howard Stern, of podcasting yeah. somewhere, somewhere <laughs> shock jocking it, you know, but yeah. well, we haven't really run into that issue. Everybody's been so kind and so giving. Um, and it's just a whole ecosystem in and of itself. And we absolutely love it. It just rolls so effortlessly into what we do. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And it's, there's enough work for everyone, right? <laughs> it sure is. Exactly. That's exactly right. Abundance everywhere. There mm-hmm. is. So let's dive into the branding part. And you already touched upon one of the points that I wanted to bring up, uh, Tanya, and that is brand is not just logo, fonts, colors. Um, can you expand on that? So what is your definition of branding and why is it so key? Yes, I uh, branding is actually a personal brand is actually an entire ecosystem. We look at 77 different criteria when we personally brand wow. somebody. That's pretty comprehensive. We know um, it's easy on our end. You know, all the all the heavy lifting is done on our end. But for yeah. us, this this many years in, it's pretty easy. Um, not so easy when you're standing on the other end thinking, what do I do now? Um, but an ecosystem is really just made up of everything that makes you you. Um, your professional attributes, your personal attributes, um, all of the ways that you uh, you market yourself out there on free marketing channels, paid marketing channels, you know, all of those things. Your brand goes into those things. And I think one thing that we could probably say here that would help put things in perspective is there's a huge difference between marketing and branding, and there's a lot of confusion around that issue. So we define it pretty simply. Marketing is simply just utilizing different marketing platforms and channels to get a message and image out to your ideal customer. Mm -hmm. But that, but your brand is that message and image that you're inserting into those marketing channels. And so that's a huge difference because there are so many marketing channels, yet we all use all of them. Mm -hmm. We all use video. We, you know, we're on YouTube, we're all on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and TikTok. And, you know, and those are just the social platforms. So we're all utilizing all of the same platforms. The question is, are you using it differently? Are you coming across uniquely on those platforms? And that is 100% your brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense. And so I just want to put it into perspective for podcasters, because I find that when people create a podcast, that it's often like so different from their actual brand. So what would you say to someone that is creating a new podcast or rebranding their podcast? It should match. Um, and, and so, cause so many people use podcasts for sales funnels, yeah. um, you know, lead gen sources. Um, they, you know, like, like we talk, maybe giving value, you know, out there to the, uh, to the ethos and then, and then selling something later, which is really the best way to do it uh, and giving something for free. And so those, that, that podcast uh, display should match yeah. your personal brand, whatever that is. And it's definitely important that you stay consistent on that because one of the problems we see when we talk with people and build brands for them is two things uh, really so many people that are in a podcast world have so many other verticals that they deal with. They've probably got a book, 
they've got a sales funnel. They're probably some kind of coach uh, in some arena of life. Um, they've got other revenue streams, many revenue streams that are coming together. And they'll come to us and they'll be like, well, I need a brand for this. I need a brand for that. I need a brand for this. Mm-hmm. And Antonia teaches them what she taught me years ago, almost 11 years ago now, that uh, no, the brand is you. And yeah. you do a podcast and you wrote a book and you have a sales funnel and you are a coach and you are. And so it's very important that all of those things tie back to that common denominator. Uh, if they don't, then, you know, you're trying to build this tribe over here to use that word. It's probably overused nowadays, but you get the point that, and then you're building this group of people over here for following and then this group over and, and then you're still splintered. And you're, you're not pulling all the roads, yeah. Home, yeah. if you will. We call those <laughs> attraction assets. So if you have a book, right. if you have a, you know, if you have a podcast, uh, your website, all of these lead gen or credibility tools out there are called attraction assets. And so it's important that you do the, you know, the three A's attraction asset alignment, right? They need to be aligning. There's, there are ways where your brand can help them feed each other. T1 customer at level A up for your next program at level B. So there are lots of ways that, you know, when we talk about personal branding, we don't, we don't just build personal brands, we build profitable personal brands. So we look at things like that, like how are you utilizing your assets and how are you pricing and justifying your offers? I love that. And that is so powerful. And I, it's so hard as an entrepreneur, right? Like there's, you have to think about your podcast, your blogs, your videos, how things look, your logo and like your words and what, like there's like, you feel like you've got 50 balls in the air and how on earth do you make it all sync up to make yourself more profitable? It feels like the right side of your brain is fighting the left side of your brain. How do you make it match? How what are some of the secrets that make you tie that together so that someone can put a picture in their brain? Well, the first thing would be, what is your point of differentiation, right? What is super unique about you that no one else can offer? And then the second thing is who are your ideal clients? Because we can't serve everyone. If we try to help everyone, we'll just help ourselves right out of business. So, so once you know, those two things, that's the beginning of the brand building process. Um, And that's in that defined stage where, you know, we're really discovering what makes you unique. Um, And Truthfully, lots of things make a person unique. We don't just have one point of differentiation. We have many. So we've got to really align that with who it is we're trying to attract. What do they need to hear? How do we need to approach them? Once we get those things dialed in, our offers and attraction assets are so much more um, easy to align. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And, and once like you need that big picture, right. In order to tie everything together so that you are moving towards the goal that you want. And I love that you guys are so all encompassing versus here's the skin and veneer and what's behind it. It just doesn't matter because that's not reality. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. true. Uh, authenticity is the, is a huge key to a personal brand and you can't have one without it. Like, yeah, people figure it out. I mean, you know, the the people aren't dumb. They, they can see right through a facade in a heartbeat. Um, so it's very important. And that's why we do a deep dive with our clients to get to know them. And we teach them that it's not the book. 
It's not the podcast. It's not the funnel. It's not yeah. it, the coach. It's you. You are yeah. the common denominator. Do you find that people are like, okay, this is the brand I want to portray and it needs to be blue for trust or like whatever the things are. And then it's like, people are like, but I don't really want to show my true personality because that's not the brand I want to portray. Like, is there like a dichotomy between the two that people fight against? Occasionally mm-hmm. you'll run into that. But I think when you explain to somebody, well, that will only get you so far. We yeah. really need to, you need to project who you are every day, who you are on the inside. Because if we're talking about a real starting point, Lindsay, your why is your starting point. Mm-hmm. And that generally goes way back. Yeah. So um, people need to know why they're doing what they're doing, why they're so passionate about it. And when they start from that standpoint, that's really the foundation, the true foundation. And then on top of that comes, you know, that point of differentiation, then your yeah. ideal customers, and you're kind of stacking everything up so that you have this super solid base to move forward with. Because, you know, as, as Michael was talking about, there is this, you know, facade out there. There's a lot of people out there that say, Hey, we can help you build your brand. We can help you build your brand. Well, when you first, you know, start talking to them, it sounds great. That's awesome. They're going to do a logo. They're going to build my website. They're going to redo my social Mm -hmm. channels. They're going to do all these things, right? Uh, What you find out in the end is they're really more a marketing company than a branding company, because Mm -hmm. what happens is they'll say, okay, go ahead and send us your photo. Oh, we can do a logo. What would you like that to look like? So they're asking you to bring forth the elements that they're going to then put into the marketing channels for you. So they're selling marketing. They're not selling personal branding. There's a big difference there. And, uh, you know, we, we do, our podcast is called be bold branding. It's a pretty bold statement that I just said, but that is very true. true. We see it so many times and it's yeah. misleading. That's and I, find I like how you described that. That was a really good example. Yeah, I find people too are, I was that person. So it's easy for me to identify with they're their own worst enemy when it comes to yeah. building a personal brand. Sometimes they, you know, they don't want, we don't want to be arrogant. We don't want to, you know, most of us that we don't want to come across as like, it's all, it's all about me and, and all that. And so it's important. We teach them right up front that it, 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 it is about you um, because you're the center of this mm-hmm. situation. Um, but it's really about how you can help your clients and how yeah. you can help the very people that you're trying to reach to, because you have an experience level that they need and they are seeking and they are looking for. And so uh, once we remove that myth, that it's just arrogance about putting your face out there and you realize that, no, I'm putting it out there because I've had an experience mm. that's going to help my next person, then you know, usually they can overcome that. And that's really when the magic begins. Yeah, I agree. And I fought it for a long time. Like I felt like I had to be a certain way or I couldn't make any mistakes. Everything had to be perfect where I kind of finally, once I was just myself and why my clients liked me in the first place, I'm like, why am I not putting that out there? Why am I fighting it? (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's so true. They're attracted to you at the end of the day, you know, because people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's such a good quote. Now, what makes up a successful brand? I know you've got like five questions that every brand should answer or points that they should incorporate. Can you elaborate on that? 
Absolutely. I, I think this one will be pretty easy for your uh, listeners and viewers to follow here. Five critical questions. It's number one, exactly who do you serve? Mm-hmm. Two, exactly how do you serve them? Three, what qualifies you to serve them? Four, how does it make their life better? And five, what makes you different from everyone else in your space who is also trying to serve that same customer? So if you can answer all five of those questions, you at least know what goes into your brand at that point. You've got the information, but it's not enough to know. You still have to show. So everything that you build with your brand has to reflect the answers to those questions. Yeah. And for every regular like entrepreneur, it's actually hard to answer those questions sometimes. And then it's like, how do you transfer that information to your website, your marketing, your messaging? It's like, it's a skill like people, you can't just do it on your own and wing it. <laughs> if you could, we wouldn't be in business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You know, we came up with a super simple formula for that, though. Um, even, you know, Lindsay, we like to talk a lot about you see that beautiful swans, you know, just um, scaling across the top of the water smoothly, you know, and leaving this beautiful trail in its wake. What you don't see is all the paddling like hell underneath the water, right? (laughs) I like to say we're the ones paddling like hell under the water and you're the swan. So, um, so we take on so much of the heavy lifting when it helps, when it comes to helping somebody build that, but it's done with a very simple process, Mm -hmm. you know, on your side at the table It's define, develop and display. And if you'd like to give you just a little insight into each one of those. Totally. So, so I'll take the define one. Define is we're going to take a look at defining who your ideal customer truly is. Who is it you're trying to attract? Because if you think about it this way, how on earth would you even know where to market or what to say? Unless first of all, you know who it is you're trying to attract. And then second of all, we'll deep dive into your points of differentiation and come up with one that will lead the charge. In other words, what's that marketing hook or that you want to be known for? And that's what we do in the define phase. And then we develop that out, the rest of it. Uh, If the define phase, like kind of uh, uses the example of a book, if the define phase was going to be the cover, yeah. Uh, our development phase obviously is building out the rest of the chapters and paragraphs that make up who you are. We, we get into a deep dive that explains why you have that, what we call the brand identifier, that shiny that stops people at 70 miles an hour and makes them think. And uh, But we, it goes further than just your messaging, like your bio, your elevator pitch, your sound bites. Um, it goes into imagery too, because it's very mm. important. Imagery has to match. We know that a picture is worth a thousand words. It has to be the right picture and the right thousand words. Uh, so like in our program, we have uh, two stylists that we get uh, our clients with that are very good at what they do. They, they know colors and they, they know, you know how you change as a person depending on what you're wearing and things like that. So we pay attention to that. We get your background images going. We, uh, we find those things that point to that message in an in image that are very important. Mm-hmm. And it includes the logo, things mm-hmm. like that. Of sure. course, the logo is a very important part of the brand, but it's just one branding element. And yeah. a lot of people get really, really focused on that <laughs> yeah. at a very, very early stage. Um, 
so the, the final is display. So all of those building blocks, if you will, the brand messaging and all the brand imagery, we now take those and display those correctly and consistently across your everyday marketing platforms, actually across everything that you do. So, so that way, what you're projecting out there reflects what's inside and lets people know exactly what you want to be known for. And that's pretty much it. It's, it's very simple. It's, you know, it's, it, it doesn't take too long to complete all of that um, just because of the system that we've created to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And make it foolproof. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some of the mistakes that people make when it comes to their branding? Like what do people do wrong? Well, I always go to the consistency part first. Um, there's several things uh, in the buildup process that I think people stumble over, but uh, niche, niching down to one point of differentiation mm. is one of those at the beginning and uh, letting go of a lot of that, realizing that a brand identifier uh, doesn't have to explain everything, but it's got to yeah. explain enough and get you stopped. But I I always fall back to consistency because, uh, you know, the, the, um, you know, the display portion of that is, it sounds like so simple, right? Uh, we make sure that it's displayed everywhere consistently. And you think, oh, okay, well, one, yeah, of course, right? But it's not, of course. It's always <laughs> amazing to me how people don't infuse their brand, their personal yeah. brand into literally everything they do. Uh, but once they do, and once they get past that, is when they really see the uh, the magic begin to work, the astronomical change that happens in themselves and and their business. Uh, because they, you know, we live in a world where you don't know where people are going to f- stumble up on what you do. No, like, and to me, it's like if it's different in one place and different in another, it's confusing. And it if you're gonna, if people are confused, and they're just going to bail. <laughs> Yeah, that's going yeah. on something else. Michael mm-hmm. says you can't calculate the cost of confusion. And he's no. right. Ooh, that's a good line. <laughs> now, what is the term? Because you hear it all the time is brand exposure. Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Or is it just like a phrase <laughs> that's out there? Well, no, I think it just means every time you put your brand out there, it's an exposure, right? Okay. But there is one thing that I'd love to say about that, because I think there is a big misconception out there that personal branding, that branding actually takes weeks, months, years to attain. People say, oh no, it takes way too long to build a brand. I just need leads right now. Just give me leads, right? Oh, interesting. Um, Very interesting. I think that's a common misconception. And um, we look at it this way. A brand is built by exposures, not by time. Because if we build this beautiful brand now and five years from now, you haven't continued to put it out there with consistency. Like Michael says, guess what? You're no better off than you were five years ago. Starting. Right. Yeah. So it's not time that makes a brand successful. It is exposures. Mm-hmm. And we've seen so many success stories with just one, two, three exposures in. I'll never forget the day that I got a call from a lady in upstate New York. And she said, Oh my gosh, Tanya, I know we're just like a week and a half into this program. I know my elevator pitch. I know my brand identifier, but I just had to call and tell you the story. She said, I'm introducing myself with my brand identifier now. And she said, hi, I'm Gail. I'm, you know, so-and-so. And she said, you wouldn't believe it. People stop and they say, Oh my gosh, that's what you do. That's exactly where I am in my life right now. And as a result of that, she got her first million dollar customer in 21 years in her Mm -hmm. industry. 
And so those are the kinds of things that can happen just with one introduction. Like Michael yeah. said, you never know where, who's going to stumble upon you or what situation you're going to find yourself in. And if you're dialed in enough to say, this is who I am, this is how I help people just like you. Let's talk about it. And instantly you can turn a prospect into a customer. That is so powerful. And I think it's like really, like you said, dialing in the messaging and knowing who you want to attract and, and when and how and all that good stuff. But it's like if, when someone sees that, then they're like, they have instant clarity of what you do, how you can help them. And if it's right for them, they're going to pounce at it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it gives them such confidence that they are that solution. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, that the client, I mean, the, the brand face as we call them, that they're the solution for their client. It's huge in confidence level. And it gives their, their clients confidence in them. Absolutely. And that's huge. That's huge. I love hearing the stories because it just, you see the impact so much more and it like just drives it home. Um, I love that. Now we, Earlier on, we talked about, you know, obviously using your brand to attract and convert, but how do you use it about to raise your rates? Like, how does that part come into play? Yeah. So first of all, you are commanding authority in your space. So all of a sudden you go from looking like perhaps everybody else using the same marketing channels, right. right. To standing out on those. This is what I stand for. This is who I help. When anybody is specialized, think about going to a doctor, you want to go to a general practitioner, you're going to pay this amount, right. But mm -hmm. you're going to go to a kidney specialist. You're going to pay three times that. Okay. <laughs> so if we're looking at it kind of that way as a med, as a medical, medical analogy, you can kind of see how that works because the level of professionalism that people see and feel and know from you elevates you instantly. Then you take a look at, okay, what outcome are you trying to achieve for your customers? Realistically, we look at it and in our research, we can tell you that on average, we've helped our clients raise their, um, raise their rates about 60% and, wow. and growing their business tremendously that way, because we look at, okay, what transformation are you offering? What outcome are you offering? Mm -hmm. And how does that even spider web from there? And how do you lay that out to a client to say, okay, I can justify this. Here's exactly what will happen if you go through these steps with me. And we help our clients do that based on what they're known for, but it all starts with what they're known for. So you can't come to in, to us and say, okay, I'm charging, you know, five grand and I really want to charge 12 grand per client. Well, I, we got to start all the way back at branding because mm -hmm. that's actually what will mm -hmm. take you to that point where you can be recognized as an authority in that and right. achieve that level. Yeah. Yeah. So many times in, in, in sales, uh, with our clients that, you know, people, it's almost like they don't, we, they don't rise to what they're worth. Yeah. They fall right. to what they think their crowd can afford. And it's, so and true. that's not, that's, that, that doesn't work in real business. Like, so, um, once the brand is dialed in and it's very clear and concise, how valuable mm -hmm. your message is. And I want to say everybody has a valuable message because they have experiences that other people have never had. And they, there are thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that need that experience. Once we begin to dial that in and show that through that brand, then all of a sudden they're rising to what they're really worth. And they find that the clients that they've been talking to will rise to that same thing too. 
I know. Uh, Some of it's like a mind shift, right? <laughs> it is. So <laughs> Absolutely. much Absolutely. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. And honestly, like, when you are able to raise your rates and have that level in your business, like how much more freedom does that create for you? Because you, you know, if you want, you can have less clients and make the same amount of money and take more vacations or Truth. scale or grow. It's like, it just creates so many opportunities. Yeah. We, you know, all of us are guilty of it. Um, we have so many platforms at our disposal. We have so many opportunities. We, you know, it is, is abundance everywhere you look. And, and what happens with that is, and not niching down into that is we just continue. We've done it. We've done it. We continue to take bookings, 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 and meetings, 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 stages, 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 stages. And then next thing you know, it's six days a week. You, you don't have any time for anything else. Your family's suffering. You're, 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 you're burnt out. You don't want to do this anymore. And when really we, we've got so much technology and so much opportunity, we could be drawing back. Uh, and working with the people we really want to work with yeah. and, and we achieving also can more help. And then we're all of a sudden mm -hmm. we're achieving more yeah. and having more time that's left. And that's something that's a charge that Tanya and I actually committed to uh, early last year, about the midway point of last year, where we're like, we're not doing this. Like we we're, we're, this is a year saying, no, we're drawing back. And we've seen our business just climb and climb yeah. and climb and climb as we do. Because that. it's more focused. It's yeah. a lot more focused. So even the teachers of focus are focused. Yeah. Focus. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We're focused on our brand, but we weren't always focused on our calendar. And now we're, we're dialing yeah. that in. So there's always lessons along the way, right? It, it's always. all, it's a always. living thing and it grows and it changes over time. And, it and does. sometimes you fall into bad habits and then you're like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You come to and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, Wait, what? <laughs> I know I've totally done the same thing. And yeah, and creating that freedom. And I like how you said choosing who you want to work with, because some clients are, you know, you have more joy working with this element or that element or a type of client. It's just, you know, less painful or whatever it is. It's like to be able to choose who you want to work with and how much it, it's a game changer. It truly yeah. is. There are a few things more painful than working with the wrong person. Yeah. yeah. Every coach out there will tell you, will agree yes. with us. On that. <laughs> <laughs> Could not agree more. Fabulous. Well, I love how we have set the stage for what branding truly is, how it can set you apart and why and help you grow your business um, and create that freedom. So for people to deep dive a little bit more into the nitty gritty and get more help, I know you've got a great guide. And again, making people create a profitable personal brand, not just a brand. So how can people get more info, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for this opportunity, Lindsay. It's been so fantastic. So they can go to brandfaceguide.com and get Perfect. that guide free. That is easy. And before I go, where can people find your podcast? Yep. Be Bold Branding. On just, You can yeah. find it on Apple Podcasts, pretty much most places. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you guys so much. I've totally enjoyed chatting with you both. And Hopefully we've helped some podcasters understand branding a little bit more so they can make more money. I we hope, hope so. so. All right. Thank mm -hmm. you, Lindsay. Thanks guys. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. Your next step, head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. 
And if you want to leverage your podcast for higher ROI, then get my free podcast leverage system training at leverageyourpodcast.com slash free.